Hey, what's up? What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Council Rob Fields. I'm your host, Rob Fields, and today is a good day because we're finally back from taking a little break. Uh, we had to take a little break for some very important stuff. And uh, I'll be honest with you, I've been under a rock for this last month, you know, preparing for the big um, event that took place in our lives, which was my wife and I bringing in our third child, a beautiful baby boy. Yes, we have another child in the house. And I must say, ladies and gentlemen, it's been an adventure. (laughs) Okay, so uh, in this episode, we're going to talk about that part of our adventure. And we're also going to get into some uh, current topics, some current events, you know, some hot topics that's been popping off. Um, But we're going to start here. So uh, my wife and I would just we we've just welcomed our third kid into the house, our second son, and uh, we were very excited for him to come. The kids uh, were very excited to come uh, for him to come, and I must say this time has definitely been different from the others because of the amount of emotional management that that has to be administered throughout each day. So it's one thing uh, for my for our daughter, right? She's experienced this before. She's been through the process. She knows how it feels when another baby comes into the situation. Uh, but for our son, this is his first time. And for a three-year-old, I think he's doing pretty well, but it's tough on him. You know, seeing mommy and daddy kind of share, you know, the love and we have to spread it around. You know, of course, a little man, he doesn't know what the heck is going on. He's he's uh, focused on poop, uh, puke, food, and boob. All right. That, those, are, those are the things that he needs in his life and, of course, sleep. Uh, so he's not really tripping on the other stuff. Um, but but our current, yeah, our two oldest ones, they're, they're struggling a little bit. But what I, what I love to see is that they, they're really you know, hugging up on him and kissing on him. And and I think they want him to be up and moving, at least for right now. Because once he starts moving, it's going to be a whole different game. I mean, this is, the ball game is going to switch up, definitely. So, uh, so, yeah, so baby boy, he's healthy. My wife is healthy, which is definitely uh, the most important thing. Let me let me go into this a little bit. Um, it, so for us men, we 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 like to think that we have an understanding of what it means for a woman to carry our seed, but I don't think we really get it. I mean, we can try as hard as we you know humanly possible to understand what's going on, but we can't understand. I mean, my wife went through this process. Of course, it's the third time, but she went through this process. And she didn't complain one time. You know, of course, she 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 let me know how she felt, you know, how she felt internally. Uh, she was very transparent about her mental state. And, uh, you know, just kind of seeing her kind of tough this one out was remarkable. You know, uh, think about um, LeBron James kind of trooping through the finals and averaging triple-double after triple-double. And leading, you know, the team to a championship. Of course, it's a team effort, right? 
but we we're watching one individual carry the team to victory. I I liken my wife's mental preparation, her physical trials, you know, just battling against herself. I like to, I like to liken that as you know, uh, similar to LeBron carrying the team to the finals into a championship. Of course, one hundred times that. You know, she gained weight, back hurting, feet hurting, ankles hurting. Uh, she had to change her diet substantially for the health of the baby and herself. She, she had to go on this crazy diet. She had uh, some, some asshole doctors or a doctor who really made her feel small and, and put all of these weird fears in, inside of her head. And then she gets to uh, the table when it's time to deliver the, the baby. And I mean, we're sitting there making jokes and, and laughing and stuff while they're just yanking at her body to get a little man out. You know, I'm so proud of her, man. I'm proud to be in this in, in this game of life with her. You know, we talk about, you know, leading the team to a championship. She's the captain. You know, for me, I know my role. I'm a captain in my own right, but, you know, seeing her go through this process with our children, it makes me very proud to say that I have her on my team. So when, you, you know, I talk about taking a break from the podcast, it's, it's not only, you know, because I went through a little writer's block, right? I, I felt like I ran out of ideas, uh, but, I took a break also to be there for my teammate. I took a break to be there for my partner. I didn't even really open my laptop in the last three weeks. I've been checking emails sparingly. You know, I, I really locked myself off from the world and I'm and I'm and I'm I'm happy that I that I got to do that. Because everything is put into perspective and I can give my full unadulterated uh, ooh, I, I saw that saw that word up but i can i can give my everything to the kids i can give my everything to the wife and then uh yeah i don't have to really press myself and i don't feel bad about it so i told you guys all right i told you that we would talk about some trending topics and since we're on having babies uh actress kiki Palmer, uh, who's on fire right now. I feel like she's in a prime of her career. Kiki Palmer was seen on video at an Usher concert being serenaded by the R&B legend, the pop legend, Usher Raymond. Usher brought Kiki up on the stage. Usher sang to Kiki. Kiki had on this sizzling dress and her boyfriend was at the crib and he couldn't take it. He saw those cheeks hanging out that dress and he just couldn't believe it. So the boyfriend got angry and went to Twitter to bash the mother of their new little baby boy. All right. So that I'm going to break this down in three parts. All right. I'm going to break this down into three parts. The first part that I'm going to go into in regards to my feelings on that situation is this, uh, the physical part, right? So I don't know Kiki Palmer personally, 
but I have a wife and we have children. So this is the physical part of it. So when a woman has these babies, just like I said, swollen feet, body puffs up, face gets swollen, hair starts to fall out depending on, you know, who you are, uh, their skin dries out. Uh, for some women, because of the hormone imbalance, they get bumps all over their face. Um, for some women, I don't know, body odor. It, it, it's a list of things that you can go into. But women go through a physical undertaking that for most males, we couldn't even process or fathom, right? Also, on the physical scale, on the physical spectrum, um, just imagine, you know, what these women go through actually having the baby in and bringing that baby into the world. So it's not as easy as it seems for us uh, Neanderthals of, of men. You know, we think it's just they lay down, boom, baby pops out. No. For the women that have babies naturally, they pass that baby through their vaginas. And I, I can't speak for other men, but... uh the thought of passing human life through a hole in my body is crazy. I don't even like to have hard stools, okay? That's why I keep fiber in my diet because I don't want nothing hard coming out of that area. You feel me? So the women that have natural birth, they're passing a life, a whole baby, bones, organs, everything through their vaginas, okay? They're being stretched out. And for us men, we don't think about this stuff, right? But the women that go through cesarean births, right? These doctors and nurses, these doctors, right? They're opening, opening up the woman's stomach. They're moving the organs to the side. And they are pulling this baby out of the woman's body. This this is this is this is what's happening during childbirth. And for us men, we we tend to forget this when we're living our lives, when we see our woman go out and do this and do that. And then they have to put everything back together. They sew the woman up, and then life goes on. So right now, I know a woman close to me, a beautiful woman who has no ab muscles right now. And I try to be there every stop to help her pick up groceries. And, you know, when she gets out of bed, you know, I try to rub her back because she's picking up little man and, and feeding them that liquid gold. I'm trying to be there to support her, but I can't imagine what that would feel like if I didn't have any ab muscles. It all feels like mush in that area. So let's go back to the topic. Kiki Palmer goes to this Usher show and let, let, let's paint a picture, right? Let's, let's, let's try to paint a picture. Let's, let's try to make it real for everyone. So I don't know Kiki, but I can, I can imagine a night one like this, her and her team, her homies, they said, yo, we going to the Usher concert. I don't know if she was in Paris. I don't know if she was in Vegas. I don't know, but Kiki, she probably picks out five, six dresses, right? They get on the plane. They go to where they go. They get to the to the uh, to the hotel. Get to the suite. The girls just chilling. They having fun. You know, a couple drinky drinks, rolling around. Go out and get a nice dinner. 
you know, everything is looking, you know, they getting prepared, you know, pre-gaming. And then Kiki pulls out those five dresses and she tries on all five of them, right? And maybe those first four, she's saying to herself, I'm just not feeling it. Ugh. Mind you now, she just had a baby. So I don't know which type of delivery that she had, but she just had a baby. She just went through this physical undertaking that no man could imagine. Kiki just did this. And then she goes into her bag and she finds that black dress. And she puts it on and Kiki says to herself, baby, this the one girl, you go kill her with this one. You going to kill him, baby. You, th This is the one. So Kiki lays that dress out and she goes and dolls up, make up, smell good. She puts the dress on all of her friends. Girl, oh, you killing it, girl. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They go to the show. They get seats right at the front where Usher's going to be. And Usher's up there singing, caught up. <laughs> Usher's up there doing his thing and he sees Kiki and he brings Kiki up and he sings to Kiki and then he turns Kiki around and you can see them cheeks and simultaneously someone's recording this and it gets onto the internet and then her boyfriend is home right with little man <laughs> He old with little man watching Coco Melon. And he gets that doggone video. You know, Usher, when Usher turned Kiki around and looked at her, it was like, mm mm mm. Her boyfriend lost it. <laughs> so Kiki is having a great time. She's feeling beautiful. She's having an amazing time. Uh, Usher is showing appreciate, appreciation to her. Her dress is it's, it's, it's a beautiful dress. She's looking good in it. She's feeling all nice. And at the same time, her boyfriend is going crazy. And again, you know, I wasn't there for the situation, but this is how I could see it play out. <laughs> when he saw the video, he tried to call her. <laughs> he called her. He texting her. But she ain't picking up the phone because she's on stage with Usher. So he's calling her assistant. Where is she? Tell her to call me as soon as she get back. I can't believe you. You a mom. <laughs> he could get in touch with it with the apple of his eye. So he goes to Twitter fingering. He gets on Twitter and he's going crazy. Oh, you a mom. You got kids. You shouldn't be wearing stuff like that. <laughs> oh, my God. He went to Twitter and he's losing his mind. So we're talking about the physical aspect of this, right? Kiki went through all that stuff with that baby. You know, she she's breastfeeding. She's doing everything that a mom's supposed to do, and she's doing it with love, and she's doing it with no, no doubt in her mind. She knows that the job needs to be done, and she's doing what she needs to do while being a really good actress, right? And she gets this one moment to feel beautiful, and then <sighs> boyfriend is losing his mind. So I'm going to go to the second part. This is the second part about, you know, my take on this Kiki Palmer situation. Um, so 
the second part is communication. Let's let's be real. All right. Um, it was crazy that my man went on to Twitter to air his lady out, especially if they live in the same home. And I mean, you definitely have a number. You know, you could you could have been a little bit patient. But communication is key. Communication is key for this reason. Um, if you are deciding to go into a partnership with someone, especially um, a long extended partnership with someone, you need to set the parameters very early. Clearly, that wasn't discussed between them. Um, I, I, I can imagine, right? Because if it was, then he wouldn't have got on Twitter and had that conversation. He could have just called her. But you, in order for this... In order for relationships to work, you have to set those parameters and you have to say, okay, baby, this is this is not something that I like, even though you look beautiful in it, I would rather be there with you or you a mom. You shouldn't be dressed like that. That should be established early, right? It shouldn't have to be done on Twitter. And I mean, for my, my wife, um, if she wanted to wear something like that, because we have already had this conversation, I would want to add, you know, I would probably ask her like, so, you know, what's your, what's, what's your, your mental state right now? How are you feeling? Like, do you feel, if you feel like this is something that you need to do, then you got my support. Because it goes back to this point, you know, so it's one thing to have the communication, but you also, especially um, if, you know, once you've seen a woman go through this process, you have to give her some grace. You have to give that woman some grace because maybe on that day she felt the most beautiful and she was in the most beautiful state that she's been since she became pregnant. That was probably the dress that she needed for that moment, that day, at that point in her life. She had some time away from the baby. She had some time away from, from boyfriend. She could just relax, be with her friends. That dress was calling her name. So I feel like as a man, I mean, I'm I'm probably a little bit older than a boyfriend, but I feel like as a man, you 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 have to be able to give that woman grace, especially seeing the physical battle that she just went through for 10 months, nine months. Whether it be morning sickness, the weight gain, I mean, borderline diabetic, you know, so you always having to go to the doctor three times per week getting blood drawn you you're going through all of these processes and then you finally get a chance to feel beautiful as a woman and then me as a man i'm gonna come through and kick the buildings down and say how how dare you wear something like that well she dared wearing something like that because that's what she needed at that point in the time point in time in her life at least that's what it seems like from the outside i don't know anything i'm just talking so the communication part is important. The last part of it, this is the third part, right, of, of my take on this and how to break this down, is this. The third thing, which is the most important, is this. If, all right, if you as a man don't have your stuff together, if you as a man are feeling a little bit insecure about where you stand in, the, in, your, in your woman's life, or man, or whatever, if you are insecure and you ain't got your house in order, do not send your woman to an Usher Raymond concert. Don't send her. If you can't handle it, no pun intended, if you can't handle it, 
do not send your baby the apple of your eye to an Usher Raymond concert. All right? Usher has been singing his way into the hearts of women since 1994 when his first album released. In 1997, My Way came up. And once My Way hit the, the ears of listeners all around the world, it, it changed everything. Usher has been doing this since 1994. You can't compete, my brother. And if you're one of those guys who your wife just bought that ticket, her and her friends to go to Paris to see Usher, I'm telling you, you can't compete. I can't compete with Usher. Usher is probably 45. He's 40 plus years old. He still has his hairline, right? He's still singing at a really high level. Usher is roller skating across the stage with his with his chesticles out. All right? Silk shirts, half buttoned up. Dude's teeth are still white. All right? I told you, he's still wavy. He still has his hairline. He skate, he's skating across that stage doing tricks. <laughs> Serenading to women all up and throughout that building. You don't think lust is in their eyes? You don't think lust is going to be in your woman's eyes when she goes to that Usher Raymond concert? You better get real, player. All right? So maybe your, maybe your woman doesn't follow up on it. All right? Which is what we all hope. But you cannot. You can't battle Usher. All right? You can't do it. Not even me. I know my wife loves me. And I know she looks at me like I'm a snack. But Usher is different, all right? It's the, Usher is different. You can't compete with Usher. And if you try to compete with Usher, you're going to be singing in the streets like Tom Dubois of the Boondocks. You and all your homies, y'all going to be singing in the streets, let it burn. Because Usher sang to your woman and she melted in his arms. You see, Usher, don't, he probably don't even want her. He going to send her back to her seat. And she's going to be calling you Usher on the FaceTime call. This is how it goes. So, fellas, if you can't handle Usher Raymond, if you can't handle Usher singing to your, serenading your lady in that crowd, I suggest you don't let her go to that concert. All right? Because clearly, Kiki's boyfriend, he, he he saw Usher and he lost it. And he's a young cat, too. He lost it. He couldn't handle it. It was too much. <laughs> Oh man! So yeah, those those that's that's my take on it. You know, I try to hit it from three angles: so physical, communication, and keep your baby from Usher Ray. All right, that's a bad man. So also, so before I I get out of here, I'm I want to go into this as well. Uh, this has also been I told you I've been under a rock for the last month, so I've been seeing all this stuff happen, but I haven't had an opportunity to really talk about any of it um so on the sports side of things right uh two nba stars who are well known two young guys um zion williamson and john moran all right these two are major major players in the nba um they went through some some hardships ja uh you know has some some gun issues you know being the rebel Zion uh, had problems with a another type of pistol, uh, <laughs> uh, but it, it, 
so this one really hits close to home because I'm I'm a South Carolina guy. Born and raised in South Carolina. I made my chops in South Carolina. And South Carolina is known for football. It's known for American football. We we rarely ever get credit for the the level of basketball that we play in our state, especially in comparison to the larger states, California, Texas, Florida, um, Washington, you know, up, up there um, in the north, northwest. Uh, there, there are a number of other states that get a lot of credit for being basketball states, but in South Carolina, we don't really get that credit. So to see two of our own go through these problems really at the same time is it, it hits close to home in a sense. So with John's situation, you know, he's, he's online, he's on TikTok, Instagram, he's doing his thing. He's hanging out with his boys a couple of times, got caught flashing a gun. Um, they said this last incident was supposed to be a toy gun or a lighter or whatever. Yeah. All right, cool. And then the narrative behind it was in each one of these videos, it was a certain type of music that was being played. So because, you know, I, I love music, I can I can talk about music in this way in regards to Ja Moran's situation. Um, the music that the young the young folks, are listen, younger cats are listening to right now is no different from what we listened to coming through the 90s and the, the 2000s, right? So the music was still violent. Um, the music was, you know, heard everywhere. It was it, it was heard in the streets. It was heard in people's car. It was everywhere, right? But there's a different dynamic to some of the music that we're hearing right now, uh, especially for the young folks. And it, and it's really this. Uh, so for me, and I, I can only speak for me, I was able to decipher the fairy tales from what was real. And there's only a handful of rappers that I felt were actually really about what they were rapping. There's only a handful. And the difference between then and now is that there are far less fairy tales going on right now. You know, right now, it's, the music is just as violent, right? But for us, we couldn't readily obtain the music so easy. So I remember um, DMX, um, had a song on his album X is coming. And um on that track, he it was it was a very like vivid tale being told. And I remember my cousin getting that album for the first time. And the first thing that he said to me was, Yo, DMX is on this album saying this and that. So I was like, cool. So I listened to it for the first time and my mind was blown. It was like, dang. Now mind you, I had to go to my cousin's house to listen to that album. I had to go I had to move around to listen to it. It wasn't a situation where my cousin could call me and I could go straight to YouTube and get it right. So accessibility is a part of the music. I think also um, what we've come to find, and I, I've been on YouTube watching, you know, some of the videos attached to these rap beefs. And a lot of these rappers aren't big name rappers, but the beef that they're dealing with is a lot different from back then. So right now we have a, a situation where we have rap songs that are coming out that talk about robberies and murders. And uh, what we've come to find out is the stories being told in these songs are real. 
this is this is what we're we're coming to find out. So the the songs are about someone getting taken out, right? And then after someone gets taken out on the street, they go into the studio, they make a song about somebody getting, you know, tapped out or whatever. And then they put the song on TikTok and the song mocking the person that got laid out is going viral. And there's dances attached to these these people, young people laying in the in the streets, bleeding and all of this stuff like these these songs are going viral. And the young folks can get them right then and there in seconds, pull out their phone, go into TikTok or wherever. Song is readily readily available. So does the music play a part in a situation like Jaws? I don't know. Again, this is another individual that I don't know. So what do I know? Right. But I can say it helps. Also, um, you know, for a person like him who has, you know, that type of money and who's under a microscope, I don't know, man. You feel bad for him, but, you know, hopefully, you know, he'll, hopefully this will be his grace because 25 games suspension is way better than him getting mixed up in some some crazy street mess and someone getting hurt. So 25 games, I'd rather see him go through that than to see him on the news for some other stuff. Zion Williamson, another South Carolina native, a kid who's also amassed a, a, a great fortune at a very young age. Uh, he, he, uh, he, he, his pistol is different, right? So he, he's expecting a new child. And uh, one of the women that he was dealing with, uh, she wasn't very happy about that. So she really just started to air him out something crazy. I'm releasing videos. I'm releasing pictures, tweets. And she's an adult actress. Uh, she, she does adult videos, adult cinema. You know, Zion is a young guy, right? And Zion has... You know, a ton of money, and Zion has an, a, a, a big appetite. And I'm not just talking about jambalaya. He has a big appetite for those pretty women. <laughs> uh, yeah, for women. He has he has a great uh, appetite. And uh, Zion got caught in some mess. So for, for men and women, when I say this, right, when it comes down to, you know, who you're dealing with and, and how you're dealing with them. So don't take don't take this the wrong way. I can't tell pe- people where to put it. I can't tell a woman who could put where with her and I can't tell a man where to put it. But I can tell you that you, you have to do some vetting, especially um, for those who are in the public eye. You have to do some vetting when you're dealing with these people. It's so important that you do the vetting because everyone's not going to have your 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 best interest at heart. Um, when you're making as much money as Zion, I'm talking eight figures, nine, you know, eventually nine figures. Um, a lot of the people that he runs into, they just want a piece of the bag because, you know, a lot of people feel like people such as them, you know, celebrities and, you know, the 2% or whatever, they feel like they hit the lottery. 
So if you hit the lottery and I can be a part of what you got going on, then I hit the lottery too. I can eat well. I can travel private. My, my, my wardrobe is going to be crazy. My, my, my Insta is going to pop like crazy. My threads is going to go up. My TikToks are going to be cooler because I have you know money. I got access. I got these beautiful views, all that stuff. So um, for people such as Zion and people such as Ja, I feel like the best thing for them is to have is to be insulated. And I can imagine it's hard, right? So I'm not saying you can't be a, a one for the people. I'm not saying that you can't be a people person. I'm not saying that you can't shake hands and talk to people in the facility and, and talk to people around a community, you know, go, go get some cookies, go get an ice cream, talk to people in the businesses. I'm talking about those people that you let into your personal space. So for Zion's situation, you know, it's some women, you know, I told you he, he has an appetite. So my advice for him, you know, not, not saying that, I mean, it's a million people trying to give him advice, but my, my advice for people such as him, you know, and that's men and women is if, if, if you have that responsibility on your plate where you are now taking off and you being in the public eye, you just have to insulate yourself. So there has to be layers to get to you. And if someone gets to you, it has to, they have to go through a little bit of, they, they have to go through my uncle. They have to go through a close childhood friend. They have to go through all of these people before they can get to me. Especially when you talk about having children and dealing with women and, you know, love or lack lack of love, whatever, you have to be insulated. And I hope that Zion does get that type of insulation because it's so easy to get caught up in chasing these women. And I can, I can only imagine what it's like to be young and, and, what 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 does the saying say? Young, dumb, and full of. I remember what I used to be like. I don't know what type of person I would be like if I had ninety million in my bank account. So I can't speak to that in regards to Zion, but I can say to him to lessen the load on him. You got to insulate yourself. You know that's why people like Michael Jordan and and LeBron. That's this is why they can. Live, the, live their lives the way that they want to live it because they're insulated. You're not just going to walk up on LeBron and get an invite to dinner at his house. Are you kidding me? You're not going to walk up on Mike and, you know, you're just going to get on a private jet. What? Heck no. They're insulated. And they're at the, they're at the top. You think you're just walking up on Tom Brady? You think you're just walking up on Serena Williams? All of these people are insulated, which is the smart way to do it. And for me, I want to be the same way. I want people smarter than me in my orbit. Because they'll be my eyes and ears when I can't see. And if, you, if you're if on a mission to do your job, which is probably what Zion is really trying to do. I mean, they're painting this narrative of him like he's not working out. Like he's not really trying to get back on the court. Like he's just collecting the check. I really think the kid is working really hard. So if he's working as hard as I think he is, he ain't. I mean, yeah, come on over, baby. I'll move you to New Orleans. I'll pay that 25K a month. <laughs> God damn. 
Woo! She said she said he was paying her twenty five k a month. But yeah, you know, uh, I I could go deep into that conversation. But that's a conversation conversation for another time. But for 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 our young athletes, you know, in in this case, Ja and and Zion, I I really 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 hope that you guys from this point on insulate yourselves really well and put a lot of really smart people around you and i'm not just talking about security because there are some security guards that are really good um i heard gilbert arenas talk about Allen iverson's security guard and how he gave him game on how to navigate as a person of status so it's not only security it's also the other people as well you need insulation, young people. You need insulation for all of my people who just catch fire, maybe popping on YouTube, maybe TikTok popping, you know, influencer popping. For those people who get on, you know, they they climb up the ladder and they they finally get to a point where they're popular and they're making money. Insulate yourselves, please, 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 please. And I'm putting this information out here for myself too, because while, while I'm sitting here talking, I might be one step away from exactly where I want to be. So I need to make sure that I'm insulated as well. All right. All right, y'all. So listen, this is, this is my first uh, my first episode in a while. All right. So I need to get back to working out. All right. Get in, get in, in front of this microphone. You're really just chopping it up. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to the to to the channel yet, subscribe to the channel. We're going to get a cracking on IG. Um, again, follow us on Instagram where you can get all the videos, clips, et cetera, et cetera. Continue to follow us on YouTube. And also, listen, if you're in the car, if, you, if you're taking that ride, just check us out on all audio platforms. Uh, not Stitcher, because I was informed that they're shutting it down. So we're not on Stitcher anymore, but we're all over. All right. Remember. It costs nothing to be good to someone. So be good to someone today. I'm your host, Rob Fields. Watch out for the apple of your eye if you're not ready to send her to that Usher concert. And also for my young ones, my young superstars, insulate yourselves, all right? Insulate yourselves. Listen, we'll be back sooner than later with the next episode. I hope you all are doing well. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace.